Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we're here to bring you all things Archie. Your most favorite Archie. Here's of all the Archie. Right? Ah. Get it? Like that great movie? Yeah. With Je- Which was Jack also Nicholson. a reference to a show. Was Oh, right, it was. What was that? The Ed Sullivan yeah. Show or something? Something like that. Yeah. God, I forgot about that. It's been way too long since I've seen that movie. And Look, I have The Shining right here next to me, actually. I was reading it a couple weeks ago. Oh, my God. That's still one of the scariest books I've ever read. It's a very good book. It is. Yeah. It's one of the better King books, I think. We talk a lot about Stephen King on this podcast that's we about do. Archie comics. We do. It, now, it, has Stephen King ever been in an Archie comic? I don't know if he's fully been in one, but I know that I've, and I think I've mentioned this on the show before, is that at the intro of that, like, Archie, his first 50 years is written by Stephen King for some reason. What the fuck? I forgot about that. And there's an Archie-style drawing of Stephen King where Jughead's That must be cat. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Because I also Cause know, <laughs> I have that same image of Archie King locked in my yeah. head. Yeah. Now, what, what I weird... wonder is, has there been any sort of, like, shining Archie thing? Like, they've... I mean, there's, like, a hundred million haunted house Archies. Ex- exactly. There's gotta be, like, Veronica's dad's taking us all up to the Logover Hotel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They'd have to tone it down so much, though. They really would. They could it only really like do Jughead the like. Jughead goes crazy eating burgers or something. <laughs> There's Archie no burgers. just gets eaten by a topiary lion and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that would be fun. I would, you know yeah. they would parody the movie though and not the book. That's true. Like the Simpsons Wouldn't episode. Get our topiary animals. Yeah. I know. One of the scariest parts of the whole dang book and they just took it, it really right is. out. Well. If you haven't read The Shining, you should go read that, because it's very, very, very scary. <laughs> like, I, I want to, before we fully dive in, I just need to say, as we've discussed my <laughs> reading of Stephen King's It many times on this yep. show, Stephen King's It, I don't think is actually, like, a scary book. I think it's a really fun read, and I think it's really <laughs> gross. Yeah, I said it's it a fun a read. Really fun it's read. It's fun God. for me, okay? It's real to me, <laughs> damn it! No, I think it's, I think I enjoy it because of like, I don't know, the setting more than the fact that it spooks me out. But Uh The Shining, I legitimately like, when I was in college and reading that, I was sitting in my room alone and fucking horrified. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know, macabre story. And if you don't mind... I've got another macabre story oh. for you. Some might say it's as terrifying it as The Shining. <laughs> Some have said it's God, more terrifying this. than The Shining. Do you hear this click? That's me buckling up. <laughs> for a second, I thought that was going to be, you were going to do like your heartbeat pounding. And I was like, Megan, <laughs> what does your heart sound like? Oh, God. I spewed water on my microphone. Oh, no. You uh, hear this heart pound? <laughs> it just sounds like he's stepping on popcorn. <laughs> okay. Is that not what your heart sounds like? 
Uh, I think we should talk off mic. All right. So today, I I couldn't quite think of a great... I did not want to just come up with a yet another segment to include something that doesn't fit in another segment we already have. So I'm putting... I don't know what you're talking about. I love doing that. I, and now to get to my segment, octopus-related comics. <laughs> See, that's what it was going to be, though, because we have back-to-school special, which is yeah. what this is umbrellaed under today, um, which... My intention, I suppose, was to focus on the faculty, but I realized in the name and the comic, it kind of focuses more on comics set in the school. But this comic's all about Weatherby, so I thought, fuck it. Um, and this is, yeah, this is a Weatherby comic, although it is technically oh. Archie in Wait Straight. Now, straight as in no. straight of Panama. And how is wait spelled? Uh, like mass. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, this is the, we, we open on the bee admiring himself in the mirror with this good, fantastic, always a good start. really good sweater vest he's got going on. <laughs> and he's talking about how good he's been with his diet for the last two oh, weeks. Oh, God. Um, this is going to be great. I can already tell. It, it starts great, too, because they've got you some good- You know, Archie comics about dieting are always well thought out. <laughs> and, uh... oh, oh, I see. <laughs> Surprisingly, it doesn't go down that blind alleyway. Oh, it goes down another blind alleyway that's uh, around the corner from the first one. Uh, okay. They have some good environmental storytelling, though, by like sprinkling in diet food, a carton that says low cal, and in the foreground here it says no cal diet food. Good, so you know he's good. Been actually dieting. Uh, there's a, I'm sorry, the doorbell rings. and Wait, the doorbell? Is he at home? He is at home, yeah. Oh, I just assumed he was in his office at school, because that's where he lives. Yeah, he does also have an old-timey, like, balance scale, which I'm surprised he just has. For measuring drugs. <laughs> yes! Yeah, it's just very big drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the... His large cubes of drugs. <laughs> his speed balls. Uh-huh. He answers the door to find Archie wearing a silly little hat. Think like the Krispy Kreme hats. Um, yeah, uh, like a little sailor paper hat. Yeah, it's at a jaunty angle too. Um, and he's got Jesus. a pizza box. Except, and apart from that, he's in his typical oh god, uh, like the pink pants with the collared shirt and the sweater vest. Uh huh. And he's like, "Hey, Mister Weatherby, got a pizza here for you." Weatherby's like, "But he's on a diet." And uh, precisely, so he ordered no pizza, which he tells Archie, and so Archie. Um, to be fair, Archie is an idiot about it, but it's Archie, so you can't expect much. He opens up the box and is like, are you sure you don't want this pizza with anchovies and peppers and mushrooms? Did they specifically not say sausage? Well, like actually... they avoided the word, so that... I, I, interestingly enough, the, it, they make a point of saying sausage, oh, because the next panel is Weatherby saying, and sausages too? And Archie just goes... Yeah, there are sausages in it, too. And oh that's my God. the whole panel. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really bee... want to emphasize that Archie's delivering pizza with sausage. And that he couldn't give a shit, because he really does not seem to care. Uh, so yeah, the bee proceeds to eat the entire pizza while standing on his front porch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ruining his diet. And the entire time it takes Archie to say, oh, my mistake, it's the house next door. You'd think the person being like, this isn't my pizza, would trigger him to consider that option. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Instead of being like, are you sure you don't want this pizza? He didn't say he didn't want it. Right? He said he didn't order it. <laughs> I know. Like, if a pizza guy shows up at my house, yeah, I want a pizza. Obviously. If I didn't order it, I'm not going to just take it. And to do what Waldo does next, because he then just hands Archie, like, some money and is like, oh, that's okay. I'll pay for this one and then have another delivered next door. And it's like, that's not how this fucking works, Waldo. You don't, I couldn't just like stop a Jimmy John's guy and be like, hey, 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 you got a beach club I in mean, there? And then just like pay him for the beach club he's already made and delivering to someone else. To like, be fair, they did bring it to his house and give it to him. It's true. At this point, what else is he going to do besides <laughs> pay for it? <laughs> Oh, I see. After the fact that he's eaten yeah. it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to be He like, already ate the pizza. <laughs> like, Megan, he can not eat the pizza. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I mean, after he's eaten the pizza, what's he going to do? That's a fair be point. Be like, well, Archie fucked up. He should pay for it. I also just- Take it out of his $2 an hour he makes. <laughs> it does seem like he hands him $2 bills, though, to be fair. <laughs> I also just need to highlight, this is not a sliced pizza, so he just picks it up. Oh, my God. Wait, what kind of pizza place? delivers an unsliced pizza. I don't know, but it's the pizza parlor because that's all the box says. <laughs> so the bee pays for this pizza and then immediately sits down and starts sobbing. Uh, oh my god. And then Archie abandons his job, right? And he like comforts the bee. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I didn't even think <laughs> yeah. about the abandoning Doesn't call the job in part. That they need a new pizza made for the people who actually ordered it. Oh. Who I'm just imagining they're all sitting around the table like, ready for pizza any minute now. <laughs> I, I see the car pulling right, up. Right, exactly. <laughs> There's Jeez. a guy with pizza getting out. Must, oh, I didn't realize Waldo Weatherby next door also <laughs> delivered a pizza. What a funny coincidence. Yeah. Now, is ours coming? And then, they, and then <laughs> they just see Waldo and the delivery guy leave together, get in the delivery guy's car, and drive away. What the fuck? Because what happens is Archie, like you said, he, he asks what's wrong to the sobbing Weatherby. Weatherby's distraught. That his diet is ruined. And this is my favorite part. He then proceeds to blame Archie for the fact <laughs> that he ate the pizza. He says, why did you ring my doorbell? Why do you make these mistakes? And it's like, all right, Waldo. They're both responsible here. They're, like, Archie exactly. was kind of a dumbass to be like, are you sure? Let me open it and waft it in your face. Yes. But it then is Waldo as if did he dangled a steak over pizza. a lion. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, at this point, the bee is so discouraged, he's just going to say fuck it and gorge himself on a big dinner, which is... What? You just ate a whole pizza! <laughs> so, he says, I've now that I've broken my diet, I may as well have a big dinner. And it's like, dude, I thought you did! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, This is when Archie decides to fix the bee's problem. Uh, and says, if you Jesus. skip dinner, you can make up for eating the pizza. And th I didn't notice this when I was first reading this, but when you made the point that Archie just leaves his job, he, <laughs> as he says this, he whips off his cap and just stuffs <laughs> it in a pocket. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and yeah, this is when he just drags Weatherby out. So wait, what time is it? Dark. Is it not dinner time? It's like, dark why does he out. have to skip dinner? He just ate dinner. He ate a whole pizza. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. 
I it's mean, not like a pizza is one of those foods that's like not filling. They're maybe. pretty filling. What if it's like that weird middle time where it's dark out, but you're not, you're still full from lunch, but you're like starting to get hungry. So he's like, oh, this pizza. And now he's like, I know I'm going to be hungry by real dinner time. And it's just going to fuck me up. I, I don't fucking know, man. It doesn't <sighs> it doesn't make sense. So what is B's reaction to this? Is he like, I couldn't possibly skip dinner? Actually, he does say, how can I skip Jesus. dinner? You've never skipped a meal before, dude? No. Especially not after eating an entire fucking pizza, Jesus. apparently. So, um, this is so ridiculous. The Archie solution is to take him to a movie. Um, which is a wild solution. Uh, he drags him to you the know, jalopy. You know, we famously just don't eat anything at the movie theater. Exactly, exactly. Are we going to have a montage of him surrounded by the sounds of crunchy snacks, <laughs> freaking out? It's not that <laughs> one, which it's just Jughead doing the f- sound effects by slurping <laughs> yeah. olives or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking the pimentos out. <laughs> Oh Jesus god, Christ. if you guys haven't heard that episode, you'll find it. Um, yeah. I'll so... I'll link that one in the description. <laughs> um so yeah, I, to your point though, the bee does say as they're driving to the theater, in my present state I'll never make it past the lobby snack counter. Uh so Archie takes him to a drive-in movie. Uh-huh. And then as they drive in, they drive past a sign that says drive-in snack counter and Archie's like, "Oh, I'll park on the other side of the lot." Uh, which they and then do. he pulls out his handcuffs and handcuffs the bee to the car so he can't go get snacks. I might as well. <laughs> They're watching what appears to be a bad cowboy movie, and it works though because he just says, "Okay, I do take issue just with this line though," because he says, "You're right, Archie. This is what I need to take my mind off of food." And it's like, dude, if you're saying. Take my mind off of food. Your mind's clearly still on food. Also, you can, like, watch a movie at your house, you know? I know. I don't know why they had to go out. And Also, did Archie just, like, buy his <laughs> the high school principal a movie <laughs> ticket? Because that sucks. It's like they're on a date. It really is also, like they're on a date. Also, he just quit his job, I guess. On a date. Yeah. Yeah, he probably would have gotten fired anyway for delivering a pizza to the wrong house and then letting the man I mean- eat it. Wait, he did give him $2 for that pizza, so... That's true, it makes up for it. Yeah. As the movie ends, uh, the bee is like, hey, nice, what's up next? But then, oh no, uh, the intermission announcement, let's all visit the uh, snack no. bar. So Archie leaps to his feet and tries to cover the bee's eyes, but it's too late. He attempts to, like, <laughs> leap out of the car... <laughs> He fall, falls out, like he gets one leg out, one leg's oh, no. in, so he kind of like, whoom, over the door, which is still shut. What the fuck? He didn't open the door, because the top's Why? down, he's just jumping <sighs> over the top. He's so excited. This fucking... Um, and that's the last thing we see until one week later, Archie pokes his head into a hospital room where the bee is convalescing with a broken leg. Wait. Um, yeah. Is this unrelated, or have they kept him in the hospital with a broken leg for a full week? I mean, presumably that's why he's in the hospital. I don't think that's how that works, that's right? That's a good point. Yeah, that is a They're long like, time. like, oh, you broke your leg. We'll keep you here under observation for a week. <laughs> like, did something else happen? <laughs> just because they're just like, we're just worried about you, Waldo. You, you yeah. just like... 
you need to take a break, man. Um, yeah, it's actually so- like a psych ward. <laughs> He's had a mental breakdown from Archie. I would not be surprised, honestly. That sounds yeah. like if that bizarro dark verse comic doesn't exist, I'm surprised. Uh, Archie's like, hey, are you still mad at me? <laughs> Which the B is like, why would I be mad at you? Which is fair. I've yeah, never been he, mad he, at you in my life. Yeah, I know. Archie. It's not like any anytime Archie does anything, the B loses his mind. But mm-hmm. this time he says that actually Archie has done wonders for his diet. At this point, a nurse wheels in a, a cart with a small covered tray. And she uncovers it to reveal very small portions. And the bee says, thanks to the skimpy food, I lost 15 pounds in one week. That's a lot. And that's the end. It, that is a that's lot. That's a lot of weight to week, lose in a week. Right? Like, that's like two pounds a day, my guy. That's a lot. Uh, Jesus. I, yeah. Like, I, I don't feel think like that's just like a portion thing. are usually thing. like a pound a week or something. Yeah, oh god, yeah. No. Like that seems a, like that's a lot. A, that's a Ugh. lot. But also for a for a big man who's not moving at all. He's been in a bed yeah. for a week and Ugh. he's lost 15 pounds. Like they fed him a <sighs> fucking tapeworm or something. I'm concerned at this hospital. <laughs> I know. The nurse doesn't and say anything. And they're not concerned. Too. They're like our our patient has lost a shocking amount of weight in a very small amount of time. No, they probably just think it's because he's so fit and yeah. in such good shape, clearly. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, man. I just, like, there's so many of these wacky, like, B and Archie out on their own comics. I was so delighted to finally bring one to the show. Yeah. There's there's a whole lot of those, and it's just like, what is this relationship? Like... Yeah. I don't know. I know. Because... There seems to be, it, like, this weird like respect. It seems like he hates Archie a lot, but then sometimes he doesn't. I, like, because the, like... the thing I keep comparing it to, honestly, isn't even... I know I've made the Bart Skinner connection before, but it is right. not, not that, decidedly, because I like that relationship. I don't like this one. It's this weird, more so cause... strikes me as a SpongeBob Mr. Krabs relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where one, I like... I can see that admires and wants the respect of the other and the other is at best annoyed by and at worst despises the other yeah which it's just like that's really true why are i mean i guess i kind of get you know why archie is looking so hard for that he has his dad for approval so i don't know why he's running to the b for it He's also got yeah. Pop Tate, who loves him like a son, so I don't know what's yeah. going on. Um, but I feel then like you... it's just Archie writers not having a good grasp on, like, adult teen relationship dynamics. I know. They've always like, got you the can B have being abusive, normal too. and healthy relationships. Normal and healthy relationships. Yeah. Between, like, students and teacher or oh, principal. Yeah. But this isn't it. No. Like... Like, He's this is talking like, about how horrible Archie is and how it makes him like sick to right. have to spend time with him, and then they go fishing for a weekend together, and it's like, what is this? I, yeah. Do like, you hate him or not? There's also just like, within a comic, like, I don't remember the exact comic, but the it's like Archie and Jughead are trying to teach the bee to like, chill out or something. 
So they take him to the mall. And the whole... Oh, yeah. You remember this one? Yeah. So, like, the whole yeah. thing is that, like, the bee hates it. But then... <laughs> but then at the end, everyone... Like, for he, like... He runs into a lady and then burps, so the whole mall is like, you fucking pervert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Archie steps up and is like, hey, he's not a pervert. And within that comic, the bee does a full 180 and is like, you know what, Archie? You're right. I am not You're a pervert. You're all right. <laughs> and I, Jesus. like, like, I, it's just, it's very, very strange. And I don't know why the bee entertains this relationship at all. He doesn't have to. Yeah. It seems to ruin his life a this lot of the time. This kind of seems like he's bullied into it, and it's like, <laughs> it you can say no to teens. Like, they'll just I show just... up at his house and be like, we're going fishing, and he's like, oh. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know, man. Wild, wacky stuff. So, speaking of wild and wacky. Yes, please. I do have for us an unnamed game. Oh, you know how I love an unnamed game. And it's completely a random topic because this one is Halloween party themed. (laughs) Fuck yeah. In the middle of pride. Everybody loves Halloween. It's true. And I would say it's Costumes, wackiness. How gay this month is. (laughs) It's true. We haven't addressed Pride Month at all. We'll we'll do a Pride thing, probably. It's gay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do some Kevin shit next week. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> something in there. All right. So the unnamed game. It's, so, it's yeah, been a the while. Unnamed game. It has been. I'm very excited. Uh, it takes a bit more work for these ones, and I've been lazy. Understandable. So the unnamed game, of course, yes. is the game in which I present Ezra with three comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, two are real comics I have read. Right. One I have written. And it is purely my mind's invention. That is Ezra not has to say to guess. that that <laughs> yeah. could not be a real comic, but we haven't read it. Yeah. So Ezra's job is to guess which one I made up. Right. And the listener's challenge is if the comic I made up is actually a real comic. Exactly. Uh, Tell me, let us know, and you will win a prize. Yes. We're still waiting for that first one. Yep. We might so be waiting for our... a while. All right. <sighs> Our first one is mm-hmm. Betty and Veronica in Who Is It? <laughs> okay. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. All right. Yep. So, Betty is helping Veronica to plan her Halloween bash. Good, good. And we have a weird thing bash. where Veronica like is like, thanks for helping me come up with theme ideas to plan my party. And Betty's like, with your expense account, it'll be a snap. Okay. Uh, All right, we get their get special the strengths, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So Betty just suggests off the top of her head a who is it party where everyone, what? she says that like it's a thing we know about. <laughs> everyone must wear a costume that will completely disguise their appearance. No one will know who is who, and there will be a contest where they try to guess each other's identities. Okay, I mean... They settle on this immediately, and we cut to Archie and Jughead discussing the party and concept. All right. Uh, They split up to look for costumes separately for some reason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Archie sees the perfect costume, a gorilla suit. He leaves with the suit shortly after Jughead comes up. Yes. Have you ever seen someone in one of those gorilla suits? Like, in real life? 
No. Yeah, neither have I. I would not that I don't think they exist. I just like I see them in everything else way more. But yes, please continue. They're in comics a lot. Yeah. Um, also, the costume shop in Riverdale gets so much action; it's insane. Yes. Um, so he leaves with this gorilla suit. Jughead arrives, sees the same gorilla suit, and gets that one. And then the guy's like, "You're in luck. This is the last one." Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. I so see. the night of the party, we see everybody's dressed up in costumes. Mm-hmm. Some hilarious goofs where we can obviously tell who is who. Of course. Uh, you know, Dilton is using big words. Veronica's like, oh, hey, Dilton. And he's like, oh, how'd you know it was me? How did you surmise that it was I? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Jughead's eating a lot. Of Archie course. is clumsy. Yeah. Betty so it's extremely obvious who everyone is. Um, Archie's like, well, I guess you could tell who we are by our personalities, but why aren't Betty and Veronica in costume? Because they're just wearing, like, dresses. Oh, I see. (laughs) And they say, who says we're not? (laughs) And they both pull off their masks, and they're they're dressed up as each other, and it's a terrifying nightmare. (laughs) We have a close-up panel of Archie and Jughead being confused and hungry in response to this. Oh my god. That's so you remember ghoulish. this one. Yeah. Well, I yeah. don't know if I've read this, but just like, wow. I, it's I, horrifying. I could see where that was going as soon as you were like, they're wearing yeah. normal dresses. I was like, are they? It's like, oh in this god. universe, so... They just have hyper-realistic masks. Like, you wear a mask of a person, and you right. don't look like you're that person. You this look fucking, like you're wearing a mask. Is this fucking Mission Impossible 2? Like, what are we doing, yeah. guys? <laughs> okay. Which, I guess, with her carte blanche of all the money in the world, she yeah. could feasibly do. But it's not even like they had crazy makeup on or something. Like, you can do stuff with makeup to look like a different person. More so than a rubber mask. Yeah, that's I don't a know. good point. It's really upsetting. All right, so that's our first one. They also, even if it's a, I just need last point. Even if it's a yeah. hyper realistic latex mask, and you cannot tell it from real flesh, it doesn't move like a face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You would know some shit was up. <laughs> yeah. Veronica, did you get a shit ton of Botox this morning? Uh, yeah. You know how I do. Okay. Okay. So number two now. Oh, that yeah, that's just their ending is the yeah, confusion. Is, okay. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the ending. Okay, that's fine. I just want to make sure. Uh-huh. No, that didn't go further than that. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay, Betty and Veronica in Fortune Favors the Bold. Okay. Is it Fortune Teller, perhaps? <laughs> Betty and Midge show up just as Veronica's Halloween party is kicking off. Nice. This year's theme is fairy tales, and the lodge grounds have been transformed into a spooky forest. That sounds dope. Uh-huh. Ron shows them the lagoon, where they will bob for poisoned apples. <laughs> uh, the enchanted dance floor, filled with fairy lights. Hell yeah. And the spooky witch's hut, where all the food has been laid out. Her dad's just sitting in there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's just as often. They're, they're getting drinks, and Betty is like, what about that old caravan over there? <laughs> Veronica's like, weird, I don't remember that. Why Daddy this? must have arranged for it. <laughs> okay, oh, sure. <laughs> that old caravan. Uh, let's check it out. 
they head over <laughs> they there could and there's be a fortune teller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a mysterious woman, Madam Zuki, <laughs> who offers to tell their fortune. Okay. Um, Veronica's pumped about it yeah. and even more pumped when Madam Zuki tells her she will be swept off her feet by a mysterious stranger. Okay, is Svensson um, going to knock her over with a broom or something? <laughs> Svensson's not a stranger. That's uh, true, that's um, true. He's a friend. Betty is told that she will find new friends in surprising places. Ooh, uh, okay. Later at the party, they're hanging out, and Veronica's like, poor Betty's been stuck talking to the weird new girl all night. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. And then she's like, I wonder what my mysterious stranger will be. I hope it's the hunky new guy, Brad. I've still, of course. Couldn't be mm-hmm. any other name but Brad. No. <laughs> Nancy is like, oh, Brad, that's that new girl's twin brother. Ah, there we <laughs> and are. And Veronica's like, what? And she looks back, and Betty's talking to the hunky new guy. Oh, no. Just looks like Reggie with curly hair. What? Um <laughs> You know how hunky. Uh, how hot, curly Reggie is. Yeah, well, I feel like Brad is also, like, a beach boy name. I don't know. No, I mean, I was definitely picturing, like, uh, I don't know, like, tall, ripped man with, like, good hair, like, Paul Rudd hair, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's wavy-ish. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, so Veronica's disappointed because Betty's getting, you know, all flirty with hot new Brad. Right. And she's like, well, at least I still have my fortune when one of the catering guys bumps into her with a broom, sweeping her off her feet right into the bobbing for apples tub. Whoa, that's rough. (laughs) How hard did he hit her? (laughs) He just, like, swung the broom at her. You bitch. He, like, wasn't looking where he was going. He just, like, shouldered (laughs) her, like... Well, also, like, just like any is straight it the guy walking past you, just like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he's sweeping right now. <laughs> and it's that thing where, like, everyone's not laughing at her. Right. But we do see everyone looking at her and smiling. Right, right. And you're like, they're laughing at her. Maybe there's just, like, a lot of peanut shells on the ground from, you know, how Hiram <laughs> yeah. just loves to eat peanuts and oh, toss yeah. the I mean, shells also- everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so that was number two. Uh, Yes, so we have number one, who is it? Number two, Fortune Favors the Bold. Brings us to number three. No one was really bold in that comic, though, I gotta say. (laughs) The sweeping guy was bold. He was the boldest person in that one. (laughs) We all know that wasn't an accident. No, he he had his eye on Ron. He overheard the fucking fortune, and he was like, here's my chance. You know, if I flip back my, in that comic, I can see him in the bushes, like, ah! My only opportunity to talk to Miss Lodge. All right. Yep. Okay. So now we have Archie in Monster Matter. Oh, okay. Betty okay. and Midge arrive at Veronica's house, where they compliment her great idea of having a mad scientist's party. <laughs> With a prize for the maddest scientist of all. So they're all just different mad scientists, huh? Well, here's the fun thing, too, is that only the guys are dressed up as mad scientists. What? 
But what did the girls yeah. dress up? Like Brides of Frankenstein <laughs> to a T? Like, they don't really have costumes on. I guess that, you know, only men can be scientists, and so yeah. only the boys are allowed to participate. Oh, that sucks. So All she right. shows them around the party. There's a lab set up with real chemicals. Spooky <laughs> snacks. Hydrochloric uh, acid. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And then uh, the guys start to arrive in their mad scientist costumes. There's the Invisible Man. Maybe they're just rewarding all the boys for being such good boys with a nice party. (laughs) Yeah. The Invisible Man. It's actually not a Halloween party. It's just (laughs) just just the boys boys. are good party. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. A good boy party. Uh, Okay, so we got Invisible Man. Yeah, we've got Jekyll and Hyde. uh, And then Frankenstein and his monster. Okay. Archie gets there and he's just wearing a lab coat on top of his regular Archie outfit. What the fuck, Archie? And Veronica straight up says, you're so disappointing for not making an effort. Fuck. (laughs) Good, though. (laughs) I know. Because agreed, Archie. So in response to this, uh, he goes to the room that has all the chemicals set up and was like, well, I'll do some fucking science then. (sighs) I'm angry and I'll do some science. Fucking explosion. Of course. And leave, leaving his clothes tattered so that he's got like a little crop top and right. shorts on right. and like his fucked up lab coat. Of course. And it's hilarious. Everybody laughs and laughs and Veronica awards him the prize. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> that's not. That's it? That's it. That's not where I saw that going. I thought he was gonna mm-hmm. like mix some chemicals and then drink them and then like turn become into a, a monster. monster. Yeah, yeah. And they've done that like seven times. Oh yeah, like the mm-hmm. fucking Jughead wins the Super the Bowl. The Sabrina one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Fuck. So now the challenge. I have to guess which one you made up. I also like that Archie just put zero fucking effort into this costume. He's like, I'm gonna put a lab coat on. And then at the party, he was like. How dare she poorly judge my costume? I know. I'm gonna show her. I'll mix up all these chemicals. And what was his goal? I like, don't she'll know. see me pouring beakers into different beakers and think I'm impressive. Maybe, like, he's just gonna stumble upon a potion that, <laughs> I don't know, gives him, like, science powers. He's I gonna also just don't turn know. Into fucking Hank Pym. <laughs> How these people think that science works, that they're just mixing shit up. Like, uh, I can't even get into it. I mean, Megan, we all know that science just means you have a lab coat and some Erlenmeyer flasks that you're just pouring I mean, shit that's between. True. Like, yeah. that's colored things. Yeah, well, yeah. Gotta be different colors. Obviously. And you've gotta have crazy hair. All right. Yeah. Um. So we have. Uh, fortune favors the bold. Oh my god, Charlie. Who is it? She's just biting Cooper's neck. Stop! Sorry. Uh, break up a little mad scientist party <laughs> over here. Uh, who is it? Fortune favors the bold, and then... Mad- Monster Matter, yeah. which is a nothing title. That is a nothing title. I was wondering when that would... That's why I didn't fucking remember it. Well, there's no monster Yeah, in there's it. no matter. Um, I guess there is technically matter. Um, yeah, there always is. Oof, this is a tough one. So, mm. talk me through your thought process. Right. So I'm trying to the the second one, the second one hits just enough of the beats that I could see it being, and also it's like a, I don't know, 
I, 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 I'm not sure if it's just a good ending because you came up with it and it's a perfect Archie <laughs> ending or it's a bad ending because it's a perfect Archie ending. Yeah. And then the first one. The who is it one? Yeah. See, I feel just like I've horror. read that one, but it's hard I can't though because remember. I feel like that about all of them. It, exactly right. Like, there's definitely I've been ones where characters have dressed up as each other for a costume contest, and they're that always extremely good at it. Right. <laughs> okay. So I think... you can just put on Jughead's hat, and everyone's like, "It's Jughead." Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So I think I'm going to have to say that. The first one is the one you made up. Your guess is that who is it is the one I made up? Yes. You are incorrect. Oh, which one was it? It is Fortune Favors the Bold. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Well done. Oh, very well done. I definitely, like, I, I always write, like, I pick two first and write right. up summaries, and then I write the third one. And I was like, this one's like twice as long as these two. <laughs> these two real comics have so little content in them. <laughs> it was, oh gosh, I don't know what it was. I think, well, I, I think part of it that helped me was you gave a direct quote from the comic in the third one, which, to be fair, you could have fabricated, but I, I was following my gut. Mm -hmm. um, the first one... Yeah, I don't know, man. It just was, like, so strange and ghoulish that I was like, well, that's gotta be. <laughs> it's really upsetting. And then, yeah, no, literally everything about the second one fit perfectly. The fact that there's just a strange caravan with a real fortune teller that's never explained yeah. or addressed again. Bad jokes. Hot people who are, like, yeah. No, I that was well done. That was good shit. <laughs> it was fun. I, I I miss doing this. I definitely like shoehorned in the part where she swept off her feet because I wrote that and I was like, this will be a good thing, you know. It'll, and somehow she'll get like knocked over by a broom. And then I was like, how does this happen? <laughs> how did she get knocked over by a broom? <laughs> no, yeah. And yeah. then I realized partway through that they were outside. Why was he sweeping? <laughs> I didn't even. <laughs> but I just didn't mention. I just assumed that, like, it's fucking yeah, Archie Comics, it's like man. like, the dance like, floor or something. I don't yeah, know. there's just trash outside. Who knows outside. if he's even sweeping or he's just swinging a broom around for some reason. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's they have, like, fucking people s sweeping the ground and streets in Archie Comics, so I think you're good. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Well, since since we're on a bit of a Betty Veronica kick, um, do you mind if I kind of close us off here with an Odds and Friends? I'd love that. Yeah, so I, I do kind of want to preface this, and you you know a little bit. This isn't... This is kind of a bummer comic, which no, is good. weird for Archie comics. Yeah. Like, there are lots of Archie comics I read where I'm like, well, that just wasn't funny. Uh, but there are very few that I read, and I'm like, wow, that was actively kind of sad. Um, mm -hmm. And this is one that is that, and that's why I had to bring it. Like, I was just like, this is such a weird tonal difference and especially the ending that i just had to bring it today so yeah uh, what we have today is betty and veronica in poor little rich girl uh-oh yes uh so jughead is observing veronica walking with her chauffeur and they're both carrying piles of package uh and mm -hmm. he's kind of like oh gosh and 
He comes across Betty, and they start talking about Ron. And he's, like, wondering how she can stay friends with Ron, because she can be a bit much, he says. Yeah. And we all know Jughead classically loves Veronica and respects yes. her as a human. Much patience for her and who she is. Mm -hmm. Um, but Betty is like, no, like, she insists she that, Be uh, that Ron is a good person. She says she just gets off track sometimes and needs to be nudged in the right direction. Jughead okay. is not being as kind. He basically says he wants to throw a rotten tomato at her. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, he says I want to nudge fuck, her with Jughead? an overripe tomato. Um, that sucks. She then, though, Betty carries on and says, money is a the money is a powerful distraction. But she has a good heart, and that sometimes she thinks Ron would just like to be a regular kid. Yeah. Jughead's clearly not buying any of this. Um, and she leaves him by saying, wealth can be a burden, you know. To which he just makes like a little quip and leaves. Mm-hmm. Betty is determined that Jughead doesn't, just like doesn't understand. Yeah, it seems like he doesn't. Yeah. And... That's when she encounters Veronica, who's driving her new sports car. And she invites... Ron, uh, Ron invites Betty for a ride. And Betty says she can't. And there's a very good double take where she's just... I almost sent it back because it's the wrong shade of turquoise. But I decided, y you can't? Why not? Just didn't even hear her. And Betty tells her it's because she's making crafts for Riverdale Hospital, raising money for the new children's wing. Because, of course, she's making crafts to raise money for the children's hospital. What is that? What? Like, it doesn't is make the sense. hospital... Okay. No, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why like this is the, the only way to just wait, like raise money. Fundraising for their new wing for children. Like, aren't most hospitals privately run? At this point, I'll, I feel like... I think I'll, mostly they are. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, Why doesn't she just ask Veronica's dad to buy a new children's wing? Uh, not hard work or something? Some weird thing about character, <laughs> I feel like. Uh, yeah. So she tells Ron that if Veronica pitches in, they'd get done faster so they can hang out. Mm -hmm. And Ron is like, plays up the me, do arts and crafts, but... <laughs> yeah. Like she plays that yeah, like whole that thing. Arts out. and crafts. It's not like we're I don't know shoveling mud to <laughs> I know to help the new children's wing. Use my no, hands. It's arts and crafts. <laughs> yeah, uh, Betty talks her into it in the end. Uh, mm -hmm. And back she always at, does, of course. Uh, back at Betty's, they're making some dolls, and Betty is devilishly pleased to see that Veronica's getting into it. I just got to show you. Her, her face. <laughs> she's got an evil face. But she's so delighted. She says, uh, once something shakes her out of her spoiled rich girl routine, she's really got a heart of gold. And to Veronica's credit, we get her inner monologue in the next panel. And she ha she says, I think I'll have daddy send an anonymous donation, but I have to admit this is satisfying. Aww. I know. Um, That's and sweet. I know. I was like, I missed that the first read through, so I was glad that when I was going back. Yeah. Uh, so they're all out of paint and eyes soon, which is a weird thing to say, but they made <laughs> as many dolls as they could. Um, what, what are these dolls? I thought they were like sewing dolls. They're painting them? I guess they're like are painting Are they just the like face? ceramic doll bases? Like... Weird. Yeah, just like little dollies, kind of, I don't is the closest know what... I can give you. 
Okay. I don't know how they're making it either. Also, are these googly eyes? Because that doesn't sound like a great doll. Um, are they glass eyes that they're embedding in these <laughs> oh, dolls? God. Like, um, So Betty asks... Where, who are they selling these dolls to also? No, they're just... This is the weirdest part you're about to see. They just give the dolls to the hospital. They're not fundraising, what? actually. Unless the hospital <laughs> then goes on to sell them. And then but, they, they definitely sell them and they're like, poor orphans made these dolls. Please buy them to support our new children. Exactly, today. right. The orphans <laughs> who live at the hospital. <laughs> God. Um, so this, this one's haunted. <laughs> um, Betty asks Ron if she wants to come with her to the hospital while she drops him off. But Ron passes. Ron's like, no, I hate hospitals. <laughs> Practically. Um, full of sick people. Ugh. Actually, we we see Veronica driving in the next panel, and we get more inner monologue, and she says, it would be nice to see their reactions, but I don't want to be a glory hog, which again, Aww. is really lovely. Mm-hmm. And so she decides to go to the hospital, but she's going to keep really out of sight. Secretly watch through a window. Yeah, she's going to just peek, get a genuine reaction kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the hospital, Betty's just dropping off the dolls, and the staff are all going crazy about them. Oh, these are beautiful. <laughs> Can't thank you enough. Um, and then Betty tells them that the doll in question is actually one that Veronica made, and she actually made several of the dolls. And then they throw it on the ground and smash it, and they're like, we hate Veronica. Her dad I mean, defunded our hospital. They- <laughs> That's why we need to fundraise with dolls for a <laughs> he new He bought wing. the hospital just so he could shut it down. <laughs> um, they do react, like, when she says that, they're like, Veronica? Veronica Lodge? God. You know, at this point, Betty leaves, and after she's gone, while Veronica is watching from you know, afar uh, and listening uh-huh. from afar, she hears the staff start to discuss Veronica. Um... And very uncharitably, they resent that she did not use her money to donate more or better. Um, they say, you'd think that someone with money like her family's got... Uh, this is so poor. You'd think that someone with money like her family's got would donate more than a measly couple of dolls. Handmade, yet. And uh, That's but, cool. Yeah. There's another great... Obviously, they didn't get rich by giving money away. And it's like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, dude. that's how rich people stay rich. Yeah. Um, back at Pop Tates, Jughead is quoting Betty to the chocolate man himself. Uh, <laughs> he's being like, Betty says Veronica's money can be a real burden. And then as Jughead leaves, Betty's like, hey, man, don't be so hard on him because she spent the whole day making dolls for charity. Yeah. And then outside, Jughead sees Veronica, like, kind of sees her back as she's walking down the sidewalk. And he's like, Mm -hmm. hey, I heard what a nice job you did on those. And then he's like, cuts off halfway. And then that's when Archie and Reggie kind of approach. And he, Jughead remarks, he's like, huh, I just saw Veronica and she looked kind of sad. And they laugh derisively, make a mean-spirited joke about her as they walk away. Oh my and god. The final thing we see is Veronica crying in an alleyway. Oh my and that's god. That's how the fucking comic ends, dude. What? Yeah. Who wrote this shit comic? Uh let me get get me get you some names. Who can I tweet at angrily? That would be Craig Boldman, 
Uh, the Craig? pencils by Jeff Schultz and inks by Al Milgram. Jeff, Al, I'm yeah. disappointed in all three of you. I know. Why'd you abuse our girl? Why would you hurt Veronica like that? It's, yeah. I, I was like... We feel like we talked about this in our Veronica episode, where she's like the butt of the joke a lot. She is! And, ugh, it's really exhausting. Like... Yeah. There's there's a lot of... There's some media in my life right now that I have had to take a considerable break from because of the way they are writing one of the main characters, one of the female main characters. And because it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm, I'm sick of you treating her like this. And yeah. I'm sick of you making her be this way. Like, it's, it's just, in, it feels insulting. And like, I feel that way about Veronica a lot of the time, man. Yeah, I feel like, like, I'm the first person to be anti-billionaire over here. Oh, uh, yeah. I think the Lodge fortune is ridiculous. Yeah. But that's not on Veronica. Yeah. Like, she's not the one holding the purse strings. She's a also, teenager. Exactly. And if we cannot have, like, if we can't have billionaires at least be cool in comics, then, like, what are we fucking doing? You know? Yeah. It's like, I, I, I don't get annoyed when I read a comic about a cop and they're a good cop, because it's a fake cop. So, you know? Yeah. It's the same with Billy. And, like, I don't know. It's just... And also, they, she's not the boss. Like, yeah. she's just as much subject to her parents' wishes as any of the other gang members. And <laughs> gang it's just members. like... <laughs> Like members of the gang, so many, so many things about this specific comic that bothered me. But it's like, I don't know, man. The fact Jughead and everyone just seems to be like, well, she can't possibly have real problems. Um, yeah, just because she's got money. I, I don't know, man. It's like you don't even begin to understand what her life is or how it affects her. Like, I don't know. This is another I'm thing. Like, I've Jughead been... is. Kind of always been a dick to Veronica and about Veronica. It's true. So, like, I guess I kind of expect it from him. But the fact that everyone else in this comic is also shitty except Betty, like... Yeah. Fuck off with that. Let me read you the joke that Archie and Reggie make as they're walking away. Um, Because, yeah, because Jughead says, I just saw Veronica. She looked kind of sad. Fucking Reggie says... She's probably upset because her new car is the wrong shade of turquoise or something. And our or Jughead says, yeah, probably. And it's like... Like, okay, guys. Also, isn't that you your girlfriend, be... Archie? And like, Reggie. Like, you're all horny yeah. for uh, Like, you all want to hang out with her when it suits you, but when she's fucking sad, you're going to make fun of her? Gross. And I, Very my gross. heart is breaking, too, because it's like, Betty gets it right and in that comic betty gets it and defends her but at the end still i really wish that veronica had like gone to betty and been crying and not just crying in an alleyway but it's like yeah fuck dude like we know at least (sighs) betty's got your back that's rough man yeah well on that lovely note now that we're already on a rough note there is something i wanted to bring up please basically um we have a lot of listeners that are in India, and yes. things are rough there right now. Yes. And I wanted to let you guys know that we are thinking about you, and we're worried about you, and we're mm-hmm. sending you all the best, and mm-hmm. uh, whew, I know things are very different right here in the U.S., yeah. and we've got listeners all over the world, and you know, we care about you guys, and we hope things are 
don't know, get better. Yeah. And I have been looking into some charities that I can support that are going to help that situation out. So nice. if you have any suggestions that you know of, listeners, please let me know. Yeah. Your favorite um, nonprofit that I can donate to. Yeah. Because I know on top of COVID numbers being bad, um, yes. there was cyclones recently, and I just... I know there's, yeah, lots of... We love you guys. Lots of scary shit, and mm-hmm. the world's very scary right now. It has been for a, over a year, uh, we yeah. recognize, but just... And, and it's kind of advantageous that this is this episode we talk about it, because... Uh, just, just be kind to everyone. Yeah. And just like, be lovely to every. Be as Bill and Ted said, be excellent <laughs> to one another. Yes. Like, yeah, that's all we really need to do. And if that, and we is hope we can bring donate. a little brightness into your day with mm-hmm. our dumb comics. But we know things are are hard. So are hard. Yeah. And uh, we are here for you in every way that yeah. we can be. So, thank you, and. Stay safe, and we love you. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll do some quick uh, admin stuff, and then we'll go ahead and wrap this up. That sounds good. Sounds um, good. As always, you can find our stuff at RiverdaleHighAV.club. Uh, that's got all of our links on there, so just go ahead and check that out. If you want to look at our Podchaser, Patreon, social media, whatever, it's there. Um, send us an email with some questions. Um, or like Megan said, if you've got some suggestions on good charities or ways yeah, to be active, um, you could either comment on some of our shit on social media so a lot of people can see it, um, or send it to us and we'll share it. Mm-hmm. But the other only other thing, I'm not going to go into it a lot, but we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash AV. If you can, we would really appreciate it, but it is not required at all. Um, yeah. That's it from me. Do you have anything else, Meg? I don't. All right. Well, without any further ado, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I have been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we'll see you at the Chocolate Shop. Bye! Goodbye! Wait till she stops doing stuff. <laughs> Charlie, get your head out of the lampshade. Jesus Christ. They have Life been insane cats. this morning. Yeah. Like, I was trying to, I was doing a little editing this morning, and Cooper just runs in and meows at me, constantly meowing at me. I'm like, what do you want, <laughs> dude? <laughs> oh, Wild he man. just wants me to pet him so he can eat. <laughs> Must be petted while eating. He's such a baby. Oh God. my gosh. All right.